Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. We're broadcasting live with the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. So, a lot of interesting stuff going on. Um, I want to work in that uh, Kendrick Perkins, who... Offered a, a completely and and uh, utterly racist take, but it, I'm actually like totally understanding of it because I grew up in the world and live in the world of basketball, and it's one of the few kind of safe spaces for anti-white rhetoric in the world. Like it's a truly safe space, and I I've like learned to I'm cool with it. I understand it. It's just kind of comical on how that's the place where NBA players or former NBA players are. Um, but before we get to that, let's get to the Ravens. Okay, So the Ravens and Lamar Jackson, obviously they're not necessarily an impasse. It's just what was it was reported. We told you the whole season. Jason Stewart, you've been with us with me the whole you've been with me for over a year now. The whole season, I believe I call this not because I'm some sort of genius, but I can just put two and two together, that while no one knew what Lamar Jackson wanted until recently, it was pretty obvious he wanted a Deshaun Watson plus more money sort of contract. Am I I accurate? And that's what I've said all season long? That's confirmed. Yep. Okay. So 
You go back to Stephen A. Smith last week said that's not what he that's not what he heard. It's not. And then, of course, it comes out various ESPN reports saying that's exactly what he wants. And enough of you listen to me every day to where I don't have to go into the yes, I know on paper he's won MVP. Deshaun hasn't. He hasn't had major injury. Deshaun. My point is like you're comparing it to an outlier contract. Contract signed since are not that plus a dollar. He's not going to get that contract, at least from the Ravens. But what there is a sense that the Ravens offense isn't as good as it could be. And I've heard everything about wide receivers. Right. I've heard the, hey, the Ravens, they don't spend money on their wide receivers. Right. You've, you've probably heard that. That the Ravens, well, they, they haven't gone out and gotten him a, uh, a one. Right. And the point that I have made time and again is ones don't want to play there. They didn't want to play for Greg Roman style, but they also don't necessarily want to play with Lamar Jackson. Because as much as Lamar Jackson is an incredibly talented player and arguably the best run pass threat in the history of the league, he does run a lot, which causes him one to get hurt. He's missed you know, 10 of their last 22 games. And two, not crazy accurate in his short and intermediate stuff. So because of it, right, because of it, it's really hard to get, it's hard enough to get a number one in free agency anyway. It's just hard to get it, uh, hard to get anybody to sign there. And then considering the style they play and what's perceived as a lack of volume of throws, Hollywood Brown got over 130 targets. But what's the reality to it? 2021, they drafted Rashad Bateman. He's a wide receiver in the first round. Uh, Devon Duvernay, they drafted in the third round in 2020. Uh, Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown, they drafted in the first round in 19. So in two of three years, they drafted a first round draft pick wide receiver. The year that they drafted Lamar Jackson with their second pick in the first round, they moved up to get. They also drafted Hayden Hurst and Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews, I believe, is the highest or second highest paid tight end in the NFL to Travis Kelsey. So if you're saying they don't invest in wide receivers, you're just kidding yourselves because uh, there's no greater investment than a first round pick. And they've made several first, they made first two first round picks wide receivers in the last three years. And in the last four years, they've drafted uh, tight ends and wide receivers in the first round and then paid Mark Andrews more than any tight end at the time in the league. So Eric DeCosta is their general manager. He had this to say on the team, uh, on the position the team's hoping to improve. If I had an answer, that means I would probably have some better receivers, I guess. We're going to keep swinging. There have been some guys that have been successful players for us that were draft picks. Uh, We've never really hit on that all-pro type of guy, which is disappointing. But it's not for lack of effort. It's one of those anomalies that I really can't explain other than to say we're not going to stop trying. We're going to just keep swinging, and and hopefully at one of these points we'll hit the ball out of the park. Rashad Bateman was a first-round pick in 21. He quote-tweeted, then later deleted the following. How about you play to your player's strength and stop pointing the finger at us and number eight? Blame the one you let do this. We take the heat 24-7 and keep us healthy. Care about us and see what happened. Ain't no promises, though. Tired of y'all lying and capping on players for no reason. So what exactly did he say? That was a lie that he was capping on. It's not for lack of trying. They've had some very good wide receivers. They just haven't had an all pro type, despite the fact that they've tried and they've drafted. It's kind of hard to explain. I mean, look, all of these dudes in in Baltimore, both of them need to get over themselves. (laughs) You got to blame the coaches, right? So it's Greg Roman's fault, I guess. Is Is that what he's saying? Well, they let Greg Roman go. They have a new offensive coordinator. Or are you blaming John Harbaugh? Who are you actually blaming? And oh, yeah, by the way, why are you coming out negatively towards your general manager who drafted you in the first round? Nothing Eric DaCosta said was false. And there was no negativity even towards um, 
towards Rashad Bateman. But it just shows how the Baltimore Ravens best player, Lamar Jackson, lives in the world where he's living on social media. But this is social media is so incredibly divisive and just skews things in a way in which you can't see the reality of it. Remember, this is Lamar Jackson who said, hey, you know, if you don't, what was it? If you don't love Lamar Jackson for $250 million, then you don't love Lamar. That's how they actually see it. Bateman actually thinks that his general manager who drafted him and he's played for, for a year, he thinks that he was being critical of him. That's not critical of him. You want critical, you'll get critical. This is the problem. There's no reality to it. None. Zero. And in many ways, it's because social media is an all support or nothing. That's how people see it. And which is a snapshot of what we see on debate television, where it's all or nothing. That's not reality. Reality is Bateman's a good player. Mark Andrews is a great player. They probably need a number one. Bateman's not a number one. But it's hard to get one because you're not going to have the same volume of throws with the style that Lamar is going to play. And now you bring in Todd Munkin, who's really good, was good at the college level. He'll be good. But how does Lamar adjust to a kind of a true passing situation when he's in the NFL and he doesn't have to design runs of Greg Roman? If he couldn't stay healthy with Greg Roman and a system specifically designed for a running quarterback, how does he fare with Todd Munkin? I mean, Rashad Bateman going like Eric DaCosta drafted you, dude. There was no blaming there, was there? And who's he calling out? I'm sure he's calling out uh, Greg Roman. This show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save. Progressive.com. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporting handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of BF Goodrich tires. 
Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What up with your Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. Doug Gottlieb Show broadcast live every day from sunny Southern California. Welcome in. Do, 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 do. We're broadcasting live from that Tyrac.com studio. Tyrac.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. Um, I saw this, uh, Mike McCarthy said about Kellen Moore and the Cowboys' offense moving forward. Quote, Kellen wants to light the scoreboard up, but I want to run the damn ball so I can rest my defense. He went on, I think when you're a coordinator, you're in charge of the offense. Being a head coach and being a play caller, you're a little bit more in tune with everything. I don't have the desire to be the number one offense in the league. I want to be the number one team in the league, number of wins and championships. We've got to give up some production, take care of the ball to get that. Well, that's what we'll do because we have a really, really good defense. I know what you're saying. That sounds absolutely ludicrous. I don't want to have the number one offense in the league. Doesn't sound reasonable, right? It just doesn't. I don't want to have the number one offense in the league. I want to have the best team in the league. Okay, points per game. Who led the league in points per game? Chiefs. Who won the Super Bowl? Chiefs. Okay, well, there you go. Who was second in the league in points per game? Bills. Right? Third, Eagles. Fourth, Cowboys. Fifth, Lions. Sixth, Niners. Seventh, Bengals. So there's there's a happy medium to be had there. Happy medium to be had there. Most people will point out that running on early downs um, does not, there is, there's no statistical proof that that makes you a better offensive team as opposed to when you throw on early downs, generally you've been more successful. But does that make you more successful in that drive or does that make you more successful in the game? Well, I mean, I just presented to you as fact that the top of the top, you know, 10 teams on offense in the league in terms of points per game, because that's all that really matters in the scoring is how many points you average per game. And the Lions are the only team in the top 10 that didn't make the playoffs. Only one. But what does it mean in regards to your ability to to field a good defense? Complimentary football is important. And what, what Mike McCarthy is getting at is a tried and true formula, which states that by running the football, you run the clock you give your defense a chance to catch your breath, whereas throwing the football, especially you're three and out, you're done early. Well, now all of a sudden, your defense is back out in the field. They're tired. And while that may not affect you in the immediate uh, play, it affects you over the length of a game. It's actually a deeper, smarter football discussion. And I just don't think there's a place for it, usually on sports television or even in radio. McCarthy seems like a Neanderthal, you know, I'd rather run it than throw it. But there is a reality to what he's saying. Look, Kellen Moore could get too pass happy, could get too cute. And sometimes you do want to just run the football. On the other hand, when you got a stack box and you just run in the line 
for a first down and your running back lacks some explosiveness, well, then what do you do? And Kellen Moore's right to have done all that he was able to do. But what, what happens with a statement like this is people go, like, wait, you, wait, you don't want to have the number one offense in the league? The number one offense in the league just won the championship. His point is that you really only win with a top defense in the league. Now, that's usually what happens. All right, points per game defensively. The Cowboys are actually have the fifth best defense in the league in terms of points allowed per game. The Niners are the best. And by many people's estimation, the Niners would have been in the Super Bowl had they not gone through four quarterbacks. Bills, second best points per game. Ravens, third best. Jets, fourth best. Cowboys, fifth. Then Bengals. Then Commanders? The Kansas City Chiefs, uh, in terms of points allowed per game, Kansas City Chiefs are middle of the pack, 21.7 points per game. But you got to be very careful. They feel like an outlier because they have Pat Mahomes and they have Travis Kelsey and they have a coach who's an absolute wizard. And if you ask anybody in Kansas City, they'd say this was a rebuilding year and they won the Super Bowl. Byron, what do you think of, of Mike McCarthy's statement? I'm sure there's plenty that point out and say it's ludicrous. I don't think it's ludicrous. I don't think it's completely accurate. Although, on the other hand, I'm not sitting here telling him he's a dope because you do have to play complimentary football. You yes. do have to run it. You do have to keep your defense off the field. So. Yes, absolutely. 100%. I think that's the, you know, that's the point of it. Now, you know, there's, there's some questions on – you know, will they be able to commit to the run? How will they be able to do that? Which I know at times in Green Bay was uh, was an issue. Sometimes him and Aaron Rodgers not on the same page. But in terms of for Dallas, like I don't think it's great for Dak Prescott to you know have five thousand yards and forty touchdowns. I don't. I don't. They're not. That's not who they are, and that's not who he is. So yeah. So I'm 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 all for comp, and I think that's what he meant. Complimentary football. Um, you don't have to be number one in offense because then likely your defense is going to take some some piece of a hit. Hmm. Uh, Jay Stu, what do you think? When you hear it, you're not as like hardcore sports minded. You think this is talking ish towards uh, his former offense coordinator? <laughs> I was going to say, man, I'll let you guys talk about how uh, this impacts the football of it and how McCarthy's going to be and what his message is. I, you know, Kellen Moore is the Chargers' new offensive coordinator, um, so I take keen interest in this. It just looks like McCarthy is basically telling the rest of the world why Kellen Moore is no longer with the Cowboys. Um, and it really looks to me like Mike McCarthy's really feeling it right now, right? He's coming off that um, that Tom Landry quote by Jerry Jones, where he basically said, I want Mike McCarthy to be here longer than Tom Landry was here. And then, you know, he looks at the situation with the Packers and the mess that, that Gutekunst and, um, and, and the head coach is in over there, and he's probably smirking at that. I think he's just feeling himself right now. He's, he's been empowered. Um, it's, it's now his offense. And it, it seems like he's taken a little shot at Kellen out the door here. Uh, I think he is. I think he's he's painting the picture of a, a hey dude, like he's just all he had to worry about was offense. He just wanted to throw it all the time, and and we're gonna we're gonna mash people a little bit. Um, I'd be interested. Like most linemen, like running the football too, because they get to explode and they get to dominate people. So I I think that both offensive and defensive lines like it. I just think it doesn't sound as popular and maybe you don't score as many, many points. And as we point out, nine of the top teams that nine of the top teams that scored points ended up in the playoffs this year. It's a fascinating like discussion that probably has no place in sports radio because it's too much about sports and not as enough about radio. Fox sports radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporting handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Pirelli tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see the Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're doing well. So, um, I don't know what the term would for this would be, uh, guys, but I've grown up in the world of basketball, so it's very, very normal. And, and I, I tell people this all the time. Like, uh, when we have discussions about race, I may have a blind spot just because I don't – I don't know. I've always been the white guy in the gym, right? Just a very comfortable place to me. Like, I, you know, I, it's not just accepting of other, it's not you're accepting of other people's cultures. Like people are who they are and you are like, as long as you treat people with respect, like it, it doesn't actually matter to me. Sorry. I, I just, the type of dude you are, the type of lady you are, that's what actually matters to me. So I, I feel like we've kind of reinvigorated this race conversation Probably over the last, you know, five, six years, obviously the Trump stuff, the the St. Louis stuff, the Milwaukee stuff, the Minnesota stuff, right? It's kind of reinvigorated all this stuff, all this stuff, which, and again, I also, I grew up in Southern California, a homogenous community. Yeah. A lot of multiracial, multicultural people. This show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save progressive.com. Uh, Kendrick Perkins was asking J.J. Redick 
a question on Twitter. Here was his post, which has since been deleted. JJ, I need to know, is it Uchiwali or is it one Mike? I need to know when it comes down to the criteria moving the goalposts for the MVPs because I understand you in the analytics. I understand you're a historian of the game of basketball. But I went and did a little research myself. And since 1990, there's only been three MVPs that wasn't top 10 in scoring that won that award. Dirk Nowinski, Steve Nash, and Jokic. Now, what all... What do they have in common? I'll let it sit there and marinate. I'm just trying to see, you know what I'm saying, when I'm walking into the club, do I need my J's on or is it a dress code? Do I need to put another pair, you know, a shirt shoes or some red bottoms? Or I need to know, is it Uchiwale or is it one mic? Like, what's the criteria when moving the goalposts for certain players to win the MVP? I need to know. Because it seems like the goalposts move every single time when we want to push it out there, this particular player that we want to win the MVP, because we all know in 2006 when Kobe was averaging 31, when he the Lakers were the seventh seed, and the roster that he had uh, uh, compared to Steve Nash, and Steve Nash won his second consecutive MVP in 2006, was he really supposed to win that? Was he really supposed to outdo Kobe that year? I'm just trying to figure it out, bro. I'm trying to I'm trying to get an understanding what's the criteria and why the goalposts move for certain players. Is it Uchiwali or is it one Mike? Carry on. Uh, all right, so it's it's pretty obvious what he's getting at, right? I mean, he he's making the making the parallel that the Phoenix Suns, who that year were 61 and 21. Finished 19 games ahead of the Lakers. And this has been made before that Steve Nash shouldn't have won the MVP. But what he's saying is that the only reason Dirk, Jokic, and Steve Nash won the MVP was because, well, we changed uh, all the different criteria for MVP because, uh, I guess, sports writers wanted... Guys with white skin to wear. Because they're not classic American-born white guys. Steve Nash is from Canada. Uh, Dirk is from Germany. And um, uh, obviously, uh, uh, Jokic is, uh, what, Yugoslavian? So that's his assumption. It's disgraceful. But it's the world of basketball. You know, it's like, uh, it's, it's the, in baseball, And I don't know if you want to call it racism or stereotyping or whatever, but like there's a cultural clash that goes on in just about every locker room, right? You have Latin players that have a different way and style and flamboyance, the way in which they play. And it's part of their culture. And then you have American born players and their style of baseball is, and there's like, it's like a culture clash. And there's in the good locker rooms, there's usually a, a veteran or two, which keeps everything in line. In the NBA, most teams are predominantly black. Um, I, I'm, I'm actually some of this is uh, is new in that normally, normally, foreign-born white-skinned players are not considered white guys. They're considered Europeans. E- even Manu Ginobili is obviously Argentinian, but came over from Italy. Like they're not like white guys get no credit for people that are white that are not born in a different country. It's it's a, it's a weird one, but this is basically every, every basketball dude in America. They, if you're a white guy, this is what you go through. You're not really good. You just, people think you're good because you're white. That's what it is, which I guess you could call it racism. It doesn't bother me. It's just the reality of this is, this is how Kendrick thinks, how many people think. And, yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, in that year, if you want to get down to the raw numbers, right? And what, what year did he say? 2006 or 2007? Yeah, six. He, he led the NBA in scoring at 35 a game, right? 35 a game. He shot 45% from the field, 34 from, from three-point range. Uh, and he averaged four and a half assists a game. Steve Nash averaged only 18 points a game, shot 52% from the field, 90 from the free throw line, and led the league in assists. 
but his team won 19 more games. So I don't think if if you have a problem with things, then you just have a problem with how MVP game, how MVPs are given out. Generally they're given out. You have to be on a successful roster. That's the part that he's missing. It's like a key piece. And by the way, if we're going to like sit here and go like, man, what a roster they had, I guess Sean Marion, Raja Bell, Amari Stoudemire, Leandro Barbosa. Name me the Hall of Famers on that roster. <laughs> it's the whole point. But look, Kendrick Perkins doesn't really know basketball. I just, he just doesn't. If you don't get it, like, I can't help you get it. I can't help you get it. If you don't understand that Steve Nash, who only averaged 18 a game, but shot 53%, a, a point guard who's like 6'1", 6'2", shot 53% from the field, 45 from three, 90 from the line, 11 and a half assists. And, oh, yeah, by the way, his team won. And, like, here's the thing. Ask anybody on that roster. Like, dude, he made Sean Marion millions. He made Amari Stoudemire millions. Leandro Barbosa, millions. Raja Bell, Raja's my guy, millions. That's not a great roster. They were a great team. Why? Steve Nash. Not because he was white. Not because he's born in Canada. Not because people hated on Kobe. Not because anything other than the reality. And it's sad, but that is actually the world of basketball. Like to this day, when I try and tell people, like, you guys know Larry Bird was the baddest dude on the planet for a, a good period of time. Larry Bird dealt with it. Isaiah Thomas, he wouldn't have been any good if he was, like, if he was black, he'd be just another guy. So, I'm not, I don't like, I wouldn't, I don't, you don't cancel Kendrick Perkins. You just understand the reality of that's actually a narrative in locker rooms, in the black community, in regards to white, foreign, domestically born players. Couldn't possibly be better. The only reason people think they're better is because they're white. Like, no, it's not. Upside on the drive. Stops. Cleaner. No. Rebounded his own miss. Put back. Yes. What effort from Brandon Miller. Stayed with it after the miss. Put it back in. Emma leads again by five with 3.33 to go. At two. At one. He'll let it fly at the buzzer. It's short. And play the song for the champions of the Southeastern Conference. That was Chris Stewart on Learfield, our progressive play of the day. Progressive is making things even easier. They help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or call 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Alabama came from behind, beat Auburn in overtime at home to win the SEC title outright. I love this. This is my guy, Bruce Pearl. Uh, In-game interview. Take a listen to how he gets um, he gets his point across to the officials while conducting the interview. I know there's no moral victories. No, but but your ball club played its heart out tonight, Bruce. Yep, we played well. We played hard. We should have won the game. Um, very very disappointing. Um, you know, obviously they made some made some plays. We had a hard time staying in front of them at the end of the day. Um, I'm just sick and tired of our guys getting smashed down there. Smashed. Coach, just talk about what what Saturday represents now. Oh, just we'll get ready to play Tennessee. We were incredibly outmanned at the end at three, four guys on the bench in foul trouble. Joke! <laughs> Auburn head coach Bruce Pearl joining us tonight. <laughs> uh, I mean, he's right. It was embarrassing. It was, the officiating was embarrassing. Um, but that's that's how you kind of get that's how you get your point across, you know? That's how you get your point across. Doug, and it's hard, by the way, to be that relaxed and then just go into an outright craziness and then come back to being relaxed again. Right. As a coach, yes, you, yes. I mean, you're, you do that. You ever do that. Like when you're on the sidelines, you're like, yeah, come on. And, well, they just get crazy to kind of come back down again. It's hard. I think it was the officials walk by. I think, <laughs> you know, they had 18 turnovers and as Bruce would tell you, like we didn't turn it over on our own. Um, they did shoot themselves in the foot, shot a very poor percentage from the free throw line, but they made 12 out of 23s and still lost. So it's a fun basketball game. Really, really fun. Uh, unfortunately, uh, for them, 
You know, I didn't feel like they got the right side of the officiating. Didn't feel like it. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. And yeah, I would only add in on the on the uh, Carter thing from yesterday. Uh, when I first heard the charges, I didn't realize they were misdemeanor charges. And I mean, you know, he's going to jail, going to prison for misdemeanor charges. Um, so, I mean, and after having talked to some people, I, I do think it potentially hurt some of his draft stock. But I don't think it's I, I don't think he'll fall out of the first round. You know, if push comes to shove. Yeah, I mean, but a lot of it is going to be what other things are there in his background, right? Are there other issues of immaturity? I mean, I, I, I can be honest with you and say when I was in college or in high school, I mean, I drive a little too fast now. I've done a better job of it over the last couple of years. But when I was that age, I would as well. Um, but just a tragic, tragic outcome to something which I'm sure, or I'm guessing maybe, that it was just having a good time after celebrating an incredible championship. Uh, did you guys hear this? This is this is Joshua Daniels, Raiders head coach, on the Raiders' plans at quarterback. The goal for us eventually is to have somebody that's going to be here for a long time. I think that, um, you know, you see the teams that are having success right now uh, in our league, I would say in our conference and specifically in our division. Um, you know, they're young players that were drafted by their clubs and they're being developed there um, under the same continuity. Play that for me one more time. I mean, let me, I just listen to it one more time. Go ahead. The goal for us eventually is to have somebody that's going to be here for a long time. I think that, um, you know, you see the teams that are having success right now uh, in our league, I would say in our conference and specifically in our division. Um, you know, they're young players that were drafted by their clubs and they're being developed there um, under the same continuity. So it feels like it feels like the idea of an Aaron Rodgers isn't what he's looking for. Right, we want somebody to be here for a long time. Nobody thinks Aaron Rodgers is going to do it for a long time. You look at our division and it's guys that are, or our conference. He's talking about Josh Allen. He's talking about Patrick Mahomes. He's talking about Justin Herbert. He's talking about Joe Burrow. Those are all guys in the AFC. He's not talking about Russell Wilson, but that hasn't worked. He had a guy who had been drafted that they'd had for a long time, but he hadn't drafted him and he hadn't had him for a long time. That was an interesting listen. Really interesting listen. Let's welcome in Rich Ornberger. He's a former offensive lineman. Oh, he's okay. He's we're efforting. Byer, did you hear what I heard? But, but it's weird. Like, does that mean he keeps Jared Stidham? Like what is he kind of volunteered that out of nowhere about looking for continuity and somebody who's, you know, with the team for a long time. Yeah, I don't know if it was as much about Jared Stidham as it was about Aaron Rodgers. To your point, um, I don't know which route that they go, but it sure did sound like a guy that doesn't want to play musical chairs, uh, you know, year in and year out. And you know, they they inherited a, a situation in Las Vegas that I I didn't think was was awful, um, and they took a you know, step back this year, and now you kind of need to get it in gear and, and really they're going to be there for the next couple of years because that's why Mark Davis brought, and I say them because it's Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels. They're a package group. But, um, yeah, I think that's more of the more of a message to Aaron Rodgers than, than anybody else. Maybe it is Jared Stidham. Maybe it's not. But, yeah, everything there was uh, would be counter to Aaron Rodgers going to Las Vegas. Let's welcome in Rich Ornberger. Um, of course, uh, Rich played in the league, covers the league for Fox Sports Trade in the weekends. He does our morning show and our affiliate in San Diego. Rich, Josh McDaniels is like, look, we, you know, you look at the people who have been successful in our conference, in our division. It's people with continuity, been there for a long time. That's eventually our goal. Do you think he's thrown out the bad signal that they don't want Aaron Rodgers? Uh, it's very possible. Um, here, here's the reality. I think that he and Dave Ziegler, after getting rid of Derek Carr, uh, they successfully convinced their owner that Derek Carr isn't the guy. And so 
we're looking at this the wrong way. I think like a lot of people look at this the wrong way and they think about, all right, like what's best for the Raiders in the very short term or like what is the best way for them to win right now? Well, clearly that would be to bring in a great quarterback, whether it's, you know, whoever. I I mean, name it. Uh, Tom Brady comes out of retirement. Um, Aaron Rodgers, you get him in trade. Um, uh, Lamar Jackson ends up, if things go sour and you get him, you know, in trade from the, the Ravens, like that's going to be the best short-term fix for the Raiders. But that may not necessarily be what Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels are looking for because then that puts them on the clock. So then they become the common denominator between two quarterbacks. And if they don't get it done with a quote-unquote great quarterback after shipping off Derek Carr, who spent a decade with the Raiders through Oakland and then Las Vegas, brought them to a playoff berth the year before you showed up, and then you don't get it done with Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady or Lamar Jackson, well, then Mark Davis is going to look at this situation and be like, why did I hire you guys? Like, you misled me. You told me if we get rid of Derek Carr, it's going to be better. And how did we miss the playoffs? Or how did we not win a playoff game? Whatever bar that all of a sudden the equation is raised to, if they don't meet that bar, they're screwed. And so – I honestly think that they're going to try to find a project, whether that's in the draft or, you know, or they, they, they find, you know, I don't know if it's going to be a Carson Wentz or something like that, but like, you know, just, just a project quarterback that they can either kick the can down the road and stave off being the common denominator with, with, with better quarterbacks or get a developmental guy out of the draft where they can, you know, give themselves two years to build a good team around this this developmental quarterback, and hopefully he's ready at that point to take the reins when the window's open to to make a run at the division. It feels like Garoppolo to me. Say it again? It feels like Garoppolo to me. I mean, the only way in which it could be, uh, I mean, I guess they could go with a Stidham. I don't know. I I don't think you, you... you take that job with the idea of, hey, we're just going to stave him off for a couple of years. I, I think that a car wasn't good this year. He just was. There's no way anybody can convince me that he was good this year. Now the question is, can they find somebody who's better than him? But maybe the bigger question is, going. Let's go back to Rodgers. Well, if the Jets are in fact infatuated with Derek Carr, who costs less and will play longer, and the Raiders don't want somebody who's there for a year or don't want to go through the Aaron Rodgers thing. Like where is a potential home for Aaron Rodgers outside of green Bay? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's potential. And and by the way, I agree with you. Like that's, that's a perfect uh, idea for the Raiders right now. Like if you're Dave Ziegler and you're Josh McDaniels, bringing in a Garoppolo and having him be a bridge quarterback and draft somebody behind him and make all the promises to Mark Davis that, Hey, Jimmy's going to be here for a short time and he's going to help groom the future of this team, like that buys you some time to build a winner in your vision and keeps your owner on board. And I think that's really what they're looking to do. In terms of Aaron Rodgers, New York feels like a really good fit, but I've said this many times, Doug, Aaron Rodgers fits everywhere. He really does. I mean, name the team that he doesn't really make sense. You know, I guess if we're going to just be talking about not being traded to an NFC team, you could eliminate some of them, Seattle, San Francisco 49ers, you know, uh, you know, but, or Carolina for that matter. But like Aaron Rodgers fits everywhere. Uh, he would, he would look great in a Tennessee Jersey. He would look great in a Jets Jersey. He would look great uh, in a Tampa Bay Jersey. He just, he just makes sense wherever you put him because he's a great quarterback. Now, is, is he has he reached that point in his career where he's going to hit the ledge and he's not going to be as effective next year? Um, did we see the beginnings of that last year? I mean, I don't know. The only person who really knows is Aaron Rodgers, and the truth is he may not even know. He may not know yet, or he may not know at all because all of a sudden age can just catch up with you, and we've seen this before with other quarterbacks. But I will say this. If he can play – at the same MVP level that he was able to play at two years ago, Aaron Rodgers fits in any NFL system in this league. I would agree with you. He's really, really good. The question is, does he want to do the OTAs? How long does he want to stay? 
uh, how you get, how much do you have to trade to get him? There's there's a there's a a lot, a lot there. Uh, what's your read on the Raven situation? I, I don't know if you if you saw this, uh, but you know they end up they end up drafting Rashad Bateman, right? Like, was it two years ago? And yeah. he comes out and rips Eric DaCosta when Eric DaCosta's like, look, there's a place to need. Maybe it's wide receiver. Um, you combine that with Lamar Jackson and the contract impasse. What's your read on what's going on in, in Baltimore? My read is Lamar Jackson rescued John Harbaugh's job, but now John Harbaugh and Eric DaCosta are looking at this situation and saying, okay, we have a – flight-framed dual-threat quarterback who, if we sign him to a long-term extension, we're going to see the decline by the end of that contract. Because even though he's young, and he is, if you sign him to a hefty, long contract like a lot of these guys want these days or a fully guaranteed contract, he gets banged up a lot. And once that ball gets in motion, it's not usually easy to stop the inertia. And so the injury bug has bit Lamar Jackson earlier in his career than some of these other dual-threat quarterbacks like a Russell Wilson. And, and this is another thing that I always say about quarterbacks. Dual-threat quarterbacks are leaving their prime at 30. Pocket passers are entering their prime at 30. So if you're looking at this from an overall aerial scope of what's happening in Baltimore, they don't want to hitch their wagon to Lamar Jackson long-term. So I think if they can, they're going to franchise tag him. And it's, it's odd that it's happening in the D.C. Baltimore area because this is exactly what happened with Kirk Cousins and the commanders. Like all, all of a sudden there was discontent between the team and the quarterback and there was threatening of potentially a holdout, you know, and, and then, you know, I won't sign the franchise tag. And then he does sign the franchise tag and he's tagged twice and he gets a huge payday and then he gets used to the idea of guaranteed money. So now he's, you know, raking the, the Minnesota Vikings over the call for guaranteed contracts every time he resigns. I, I kind of feel like that's going to be Lamar Jackson's path. I kind of feel like it's going to, in, in a lot of ways, mimic what happened with Kirk Cousins. And, and I, that's what I think the impasse is, is you have reticence from the Baltimore Ravens to believe that he's the long-term answer. But you know in the short term you could get a lot out of a quarterback who can do the sort of things that Lamar Jackson can do. And so they're just going to try to wring that sponge for as much as they possibly can get out of Lamar Jackson. As long as he's happy playing on, on a franchise tag or two, I think they'll keep him. If he ends up holding out and forces their hand to trade, then obviously it's going to go in that direction. Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Rich uh, Ornberger is joining us. Um, I don't know if you saw what, what – uh, Mike McCarthy said, okay, but McCarthy essentially said, look, Kellen Moore, he's offense coordinator. He just want to score points. And he want to pass the ball, score points. I want to run it, even if we're not the highest, pay, highest scoring team in the league, because I want to keep my defense off the field. You know, he, the quote was directly, Kellen wants to light the scoreboard up. I want to run the damn ball so I can rest my defense. I think when you're a coordinator, you're in charge of the offense. Being a head coach and being a play caller, you're more in tune with everything. I don't have the desire to be the number one offensive league. I want to be the number one team in the league with the number of wins and a championship. And if we've got to give up some production, take care of the ball, uh, better get to that. That's what we'll do because we've got a really good defense. Who's right and who's wrong? That's just like so passive-aggressive, isn't it? It just, you know, this is like, this is like to me, like, like, you know, I mean, if, if you and your wife are fighting before you arrive at a party and all of a sudden, you know, the argument that you were having in the car gets brought, brought up in front of people at the party. So she knows that you're kind of captive. You're, you can't be reactionary. So she says, well, he's the untidy one. Ha, 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 ha. And then you're all of a sudden like, wait, wait, you're going to bring our dirty laundry out here? Like, you know, that's exactly what just happened. That's just, that's exactly what happened. So there's, there's, there's obviously discord behind the scenes in terms of like what McCarthy sees for this offense and what Callum Moore sees for this offense. And maybe there's even camps now inside of Dallas 
And so the reality is, if he can get public opinion on his side, you know, maybe he's that desperate that he wants people, he he wants people to side with him now. Like, oh, yeah, you know, and maybe the the Dallas Cowboys do need to stick the run in there a little bit more and and keep their defense rested. McCarthy made a good point. Like, it kind of feels like that's what's happening. So maybe he's losing the argument in-house, but if he can bring this to the public and sway them enough, like all of a sudden the court of public opinion changes come the early season next year because McCarthy's been banging this, hey, run game, run game, run game drum all off season, and it sets up Kellen Moore to be left holding the bag if the offense sputters on, on you know, throwing it for the first three downs of different drives and stuff like that. It, it just it reads very passive-aggressive, and I think it's just the tip of the iceberg in terms of maybe how differently those two voices in the room are seeing things offensively. Uh, it does he have some legitimacy to what he's saying? Because I, I found it to be kind of in the middle, right? Where, um, you know, the the reality of, of the middle is like, you do need to run the football. You need to get that first first down to run the clock in, in order to keep the defense off the field. On the other hand, you need to score as well. And the analytics will tell you that uh, running, throwing the ball on first and second down is is optimal in comparison to always running the ball on first and second down. I was I was raised, you know, kind of born and raised in my NFL career in the New England system of like, hey, we're going to game plan every single team we face. Yeah. And so when when you when you game plan, it means that you know, you're going to adjust your style um to the fight that the team, the opponent is going to bring to your front porch. So if you're playing against a defense that loves to sit in base with four defensive linemen out there and three linebackers, well, you should throw the ball all over them. And you should do that all game long. You should force them to put in their dime or nickel package. When you're playing against teams that love to add an extra DB on the field, you know, or even they'll play a DB low in the box, you know, with two linebackers and, and sort of dare you to run, well, you better run the football. And, and you better test and make sure that DB can fill and tackle and handle being blocked by, you know, the, the big the big dudes up front, you know. So I, I've always sort of fallen back on that. My approach would not be consistent if I were an offensive coordinator in the NFL, especially today in 2023, would not be consistent week to week. I would look at what the defense does well. I would look at what they do poorly, and I would try to attack what they do poorly and I would try to stay away from what they do well. So if they have an excellent corner and shutting down one side of the field, well, guess what? We're going to be doing a lot of, you know, for the love of the game routes for whoever that corner is being up and getting them out of the picture, you know, and then I'm going to find someone else to throw the football to. If you have a defense that loves to put big people in the game and, and just says, hey, if you're going to beat us with your arm, we can live with that. Well, then, shoot, I'm going to try to beat you with our arm and, and our receivers, you know, so – I, I think they are both right, to your point, Doug. I think that they both make strong arguments, but it just depends on the opponent. It depends on the game. And making these broad, sweeping statements about how the offensive philosophy should be in the offseason, like I said, it really does allude to the fact that there may be discord and disagreement in how things should be ran in-house with the Dallas Cowboys. Rich Hornberger, former NFL lineman, a host of Fox Sports Radio Weekends, and, uh, of course, he hosts our morning show and our affiliate in San Diego. One, uh, I think, uh, am I popping on tomorrow? Is that is that what we're doing? I, I, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I, I, if, if you're free tomorrow morning, I'll have my people text your people get you on, Doug. Don't do my people, your people. You texted me the other day, and I couldn't do it today. So just if you text me, I will do it for you. I'll, uh, I'll text you after the show. Okay, thanks, Rich. Rich Hornberger joining us. He tried to do the hell have my people text your people. I don't have people. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. 
Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at First Listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.